0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the More From Law podcast. I'm your host, Harry Glad. This episode features Ben Triggs, Marketing Director of the graduate career site Bright Network. In this episode, Ben and I discuss a host of topics that are relevant to many different applications, routes and entryways into the many branches of the legal profession, covering everything from understanding and developing your commercial awareness through to key skill sets that recruiters look for. Let's get into it. So hi Ben, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, Harry, really good to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. As someone who has dabbled in all kinds of different industries uh, and done a whole host of career events um, in your field and with the work you've been doing with Bright Network, I'm really excited to have you here to, to chat about a whole host of topics in a short amount of time in a way that will hopefully be useful for for those listening and looking to break into the legal profession. Um, And for those who haven't yet made their mind up, perhaps just learn a little bit more about sort of the careers route more generally. Um, But before we get too much into that, it'd be great if you could sort of tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself, um, your sort of route into what you're you're doing uh, and your sort of experiences to date.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, many years ago now, I uh, I left University of Southampton with a history degree. And instead of (laughs) going the sort of grad scheme, or as it would be training contract route uh, in law, I decided to work in a two-person startup that was helping uh, university students with educational choices. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple of years after that, I moved to a company called uh, Bright Network, a careers platform for students and recent graduates. And I've spent the last um, five and a half years there. My main Mm -hmm. role involves working with uh, students or members uh, on the platform to produce the best advice, insights, and opportunities to support throughout their time at university, um, and hopefully um, give them kind of the confidence they need to go on to uh, the working world and find the opportunities, whatever sector uh, they uh, they want to go into. But we do end up doing uh, quite a significant chunk in law, which is uh, mm-hmm. exciting and uh, Definitely through um, all the people like yourself and um, everyone else that has uh, been at our events and also just used our platform. Um, it's uh, it's made me, maybe not a law expert, but definitely uh, someone, <laughs> hopefully, that um, the, that can offer a bit of insight and advice around uh, applications uh, going into the profession.
0: Absolutely. And it's a big, big profession. Um, we were talking just before Fair yeah. that there's a, a whole host of lawyers and types of lawyers out there, everything from the basics of criminal to corporate, and then... You know, not just training contracts, there's apprenticeships and everything in between. So um, a really big world of law and a really big world of applications. But hopefully we're going to sort of draw down some basics today that will help anyone who's listening in. Um, I guess that ends the sort of first question I wanted to ask was generally when we think about what a lawyer does, how they develop themselves at university, either studying law or otherwise. What do you think are the sort of key skill sets that, that aspiring lawyers need to demonstrate in order to succeed in any of the graduate recruitment processes they sort of end up going into after their time at university or elsewhere?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, first of all, and a good, I think a good starting point from, from yourself is that re- whether you're studying law or whether you're not, uh, ultimately, you can pick up all of the skills or a lot of the skills that you need. Um, through everything that you're doing, whether it's academic, whether it's sports teams, whether it's uh, through the extracurricular. But I think my first point was around passion. So mm-hmm. not just everyone says, oh, you need to have a passion for the business. But I think it's actually more wide reaching than that. And passion is, is something which um, is infectious. And people that go into law, it's highly competitive. Mm-hmm. if you can demonstrate you're passionate about things but then also be able to demonstrate the skills that you're learning from those passions it comes across very well as I said almost infectious to people they want to they're interested by you and that's kind of a key part of it as well as just having the great academics and the uh, the, the 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 possible experience and stuff like that so mm-hmm. look at what you're doing you don't need to be doing everything within law it can be stuff without outside law, it does help to be part of the society, uh, law if you're at university, or even doing um, a few other bits and pieces um, in, uh, outside your degree. Um, but yeah, take, take, that, um, take that passion and uh, really drive it forward and um, really look at what you've learned from everything that you've done at university. I guess my second point on on the on the passion side of things. Sorry, I'm talking uh, uh, very passionately about passion here, but um, <laughs> but, uh, but understanding the, the the firm as well. And I think people talk get worried about oh, how do I show sort of uh, how do I show that I want to work for for that firm? And to be honest with with you and everyone sitting on the call, you'll you'll be telling a firm uh, how passionate or how much you want to work there and of course you're going to be applying for for other stuff as well you it's very natural <laughs> to to spread your options do a couple of different opportunities um, as well whatever kind of type of law that you want to go into but I just highly recommend and even if it is on a sort of a, a rainy Tuesday night at, at university <laughs> where you know when you're allowed back out in the in the new new term and hopefully some events will be start happening in person again um, but just make sure you go out there and meet people meet people from the firms they come to you quite often which is excellent I appreciate that if you're in sort of the North Scotland coming down to London quite often for, for events can be tricky but often they'll come to you but just get a sense of what they actually do and the work that they do from the people that do it and you know I know a lot of people will tell you go and reach out on LinkedIn and do all of that sort of stuff mm-hmm. um, which I think is important and definitely do it but some people don't feel as comfortable but luckily the opportunities do come to you and <laughs> um, I feel I've waffled on a lot there. I've got a couple of other points or, <laughs> on that question. Shall I hold off there, Harry, or should I continue on?
0: I mean, I I'd, I'd just echo what you've been saying, to be honest. I think um, one of the main things I, and I've said this before, both on the podcast and whenever I've attended events that I really regretted not doing in my first year was basically all that stuff. I think it's, you know, like you said, those rainy tuesday nights um or perhaps those friday ones when you're looking to go out with friends it's it's quite hard to kind of have your mind fixed on careers and everything else um but it really does help give you some 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 sort of grounded uh perspective on what interests you and what doesn't and feed you into different avenues of law like like we mentioned really
1: yeah definitely but definitely don't miss out on the going out because you're fixated on, oh, yeah. the, on the career I think you can build so it's such a people industry law and I speak mm-hmm. to uh, a number of, of of partners at different firms and what strikes me is uh, with, with so many of them is how down to earth and very much you can tell they're real people people Mm -hmm. with interests and life and um, they've got everything uh, everything else and a lot of people and you'll say you work super hard in law and of course you're going to work hard in in law and hopefully it'll be a passion of yours that you'll continue into your career but um, definitely uh, don't miss out on the life opportunities which actually uh, will help you build those relationships which are so important especially when you Go sort of associate level into um, a little bit further down the line in your in your career. Um, so yeah, so there's a couple of other things that I thought uh, worth mentioning on this is complex problem solving, and the reason I mention this is uh, the World Economics Forum uh, believes it's the uh, top skill that uh, employers look for now and in the in the future ultimately people that can provide solutions to um to problems and whatever sector you go into this doesn't change um ultimately <laughs> young people new ideas innovation that's what law firms that's what you know banks that's what everyone kind of wants wants to see um but i think where sometimes students um get a bit mixed up with this is that they're clearly good at solving problems um, and they can do it, but they don't really understand that they actually are solving problems. And actually what I encourage you to do is think about the problems that you have solved and how you actually approach problems and have kind of a sort of, I guess, a logical framework in your head of how you end up solving them, which mm-hmm. a, will help you in problem solving and B, will also help you articulate when you've solved problems. It is one of the kind of common questions that you'll get asked, like, how do you solve problems? Um, Can you solve this problem potentially if uh, with those sort of questions? But I -hmm. think actually reflecting on problems that you've solved and thinking about actually how you go about it is quite important. So I definitely recommend that. And it sounds a bit dull, um, but attention to detail and something that I've seen graduates across the board uh, get wrong going into the, the role is, is, is possibly working too fast, trying mm-hmm. to get everything out the door, especially in your first few weeks of, uh, uh, of, of, of a job. Make sure you're um, taking a step back, showing that really good attention to detail. It's more important in law than potentially any other sector, especially if you're uh, a trainee or uh, working as a, as a as a barrister or junior barrister or what's, whatever it might be. But it's quite difficult to think of examples, potentially, of where you've been able to show um, good levels of, of attention to detail. So definitely do have a think about that. But I think that's a tip maybe for the application process, but also um, thinking about how you set yourself up to be good at it when you're going into a law career.
0: Absolutely. And I'd just, I'd just add for, for perhaps a non-law uh, students and academics right now wanting to go into law, the problems that lawyers solve aren't always legal ones. Um, and you know the application process will, will certainly reflect that with your ability to work other, with others in a group, in a group exercise or a negotiation, um, or otherwise uh, try and solve a written problem um, that might not necessarily have a legal framework and backing. So um, I absolutely agree with 100% of that. This episode of the More From Law podcast is brought to you by Bright Network, an online platform that provides a host of resources, opportunities and events for a range of graduate careers. Learn from a host of leading employers as well as experts in the industry at partnered events. And if law's for you, simply head to the link in this episode's description to sign up to the Internship Experience UK, a dedicated three-day virtual experience designed to help you connect with employers, boost your CV and develop your key skills. Now moving on, I guess, to you know, if we've covered some of the things that lawyers or aspiring lawyers want to develop and want to look out for, what are the sort of the main common pain points, mistakes, um, or areas of kind of discomfort and struggle that a lot of graduates will go through, you know, particularly in the legal sphere with graduate recruitment um, processes, but perhaps more generally in your experience um, across industries?
1: Yeah, definitely. So with... Law, and I think it is especially with law because the applications, um, unfortunately, if, if you haven't completed one yet, um, I'm, I'm sure you might not be in for a shock. It's been talked about quite a lot um, <laughs> across the board, tend to be a little bit longer. Uh, the initial applications <laughs> tend to be a bit longer in law. They go in more depth, whether it's um, covering letter, but more, more usually nowadays, it's you know, kind of your application questions and um, filling out lots of information about um, various bits and pieces and um, kind of when you've been able to demonstrate stuff or uh, thinking about commercial awareness um, as well. I think one of the key things initially that uh, maybe lawyers kind of overthink about is how many applications they should be putting in when they should be uh, finding the time to do all of these things. Mm -hmm. What I would say on it is that if you feel that you can put in enough time to make sure that if you're writing a cover letter or writing an application question it should be so distinct to the firm that if you, let's say, uh, put all your printed out, very old school, printed out your all your applications and tip X the, the, the firm name out of all of them mm-hmm. and um, left them a week or a couple of weeks and then reread them, you should be immediately be able to tell that's this firm, that's this firm, that's this firm. Mm-hmm. Because, Ultimately, you should be able to do that. If you're putting in generic applications, it just isn't going to, to work. And also my second point is don't stress about having to put in loads. You're gonna be, especially if you're a law student, you're gonna be talking to lots of people that know the deadlines for this, know the deadlines for that and stuff like that. And just make sure you're taking a step back. You're going at your own pace. Law is a, uh, is, is unique in a number of ways that most careers or career paths as a graduate they take their graduates on almost immediately out of uni, if not a year after. Law's a little bit different. They take uh, trainees a little bit later on. And um, mm-hmm. actually not saying it's uncommon for someone to do their LPC and go straight into law. I know it's changing um, mm-hmm. fairly soon, but um, actually usually uh, or often there'll be people on the cohort that maybe a couple of years out of university and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. don't see it as, as the race to get done as quickly as possible. Make sure that you're also enjoying life. You're doing well with your academics. You're doing everything around your applications. But when it comes to applications, keep that quality uh, as high as possible and hopefully use the tip around around the firms. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I would say on applications as well, people fall down, is uh, not being able to explain their, their competencies particularly well. Um, ultimately, um, that is... Uh, that is the kind of crux of the matter of mo- a lot of the interviews. You might have some technical interviews, especially uh, uh, if, you're, if you're getting further down the line. But those initial stage, whether it's video, uh, whether it's uh, telephone, uh, whether it's in-person interviews, you're likely to have most of the question or lots of questions based around your competencies, whether it's leadership, problem solving, uh, project management, attention to detail, as we've uh, spoken about. If you're not prepared for those with good examples that you can say concisely, unlike a lot of my answers to Harry's questions, concisely and with really good examples and showing what you've learned throughout the process, you're going to struggle to get through any interview Um, because ultimately that's what they want to see. The, The top tip is to look at all of the job descriptions for what you're applying for. Find what they're looking for. There'll be hints throughout these job descriptions of the kind of um, trainees or the kind of lawyers that they are looking for. Make a huge list of all the ones that you see. How many times? Do a little tally. How many times are they coming up? And then ultimately, at the end, if you've looked at you know twenty or different firms' opportunities and you've got a list where you know these competencies or these skills come up five or six times across the board then that's A, the language you should be using about those skills, what skills you have, because that's clearly what they're looking for. But B, you should be um, writing lists about, or writing lists where you have actually demonstrated those competencies in a law or non-law setting, um, and then running through. And it's the STAR process that everyone um, has heard about before, and I won't go into too much detail. It sounds a little bit dull of me to do it. Um, But also at the end of that, of the result of the STAR, make sure you reflect on stuff as well so what did you learn what would you do differently next time and how has it made you or shaped you as a as, as a person those experiences um those would be kind of my two things that come initially to mind but i uh, I, th- I think Harry this is learned from experience I can talk about the five and a half years uh, at bright network but I had a, an interview not in law but in audit a uh, big graduate scheme it's one of the big four I'm not going to mention uh, which one and uh, it was a, um, a a telephone interview this one it's, uh, it's you know probably the days before video interviews I'm a little bit older a little bit older than uh, the most students um and i I hadn't even heard of a, a competency uh a uh, competency question i didn't really understand so i'd done all this research about how much the company had made who the ceo was who the coo was and all that sort of stuff but ultimately i got given about 12 15 questions of all around my competencies and i was maybe not making up stories left right and center but i was definitely um definitely getting absolutely uh, uh, tied in knots all over it so as i say it, it is from the experiences that you pick up and ultimately i think that is the thing your first interview may not be your most polished but um, the experience you get from it will uh, hopefully put you in
0: good stead for the the future ones. Of course another area that we know a lot of graduates and a lot of aspiring lawyers will struggle with um, as a a term they may not have come across before in their university studies is commercial awareness. Just how critical is that do you think to the legal pressure more generally and those looking to make those kind of applications and, and work through the graduate recruitment processes
1: yeah definitely i do feel this is my my area i'm going to awful shameless plug I, i've got a thinking thinking commercially podcast with uh chris stoke sorry sorry harry that was uh, that was awful of me let's get let's get to the question then let's get to the question now so yeah why what, what is it important in law Um ultimately commercial awareness is is important important across the board and this isn't just for law is that Ultimately, if you are an employer and someone gets it, as in gets what the challenges are in the company, gets what the challenges are for the clients that the company works for, gets what the work that they're actually going to do, ultimately, they're going to be quicker adapting to their job. They're going to more likely to like their job more because they know more about it. And they're likely to improve quicker. You're not gonna be the finished article. You can read every article in the FT and you still will not be the finished article and you'll still feel highly out of your depth when you first come into your career, whatever you go into. But it's that quickness to improve and understanding the wider context of what the tasks that you're doing is very important. And that's why commercial awareness is so important. And as I've suggested, it isn't just about reading every uh, article in the FT or the lawyer or Legal Cheek or um, City AM. So it's about having this wider context of first the the city, a law firm, really understanding the work that you're going to be doing. Um, As I say, it's not about reading Every article, whether it's the FT, Legal cheat, the Lawyer, and knowing everything—that's very easy to do. That's a, like an academic process. Ultimately, you're just reading and then regurgitating information. That's not going to impress that many people. But if you can build that information, everything that you're reading into the wider context of um, what a law firm is trying to achieve, what it's challenged by, and their clients, ultimately, um, the law firm are going to want to want to uh, want to employ you over over others. And you've got to think like law is a client facing business. It's a people facing um, business and they want to be able to put you in front of people as, as quickly as possible, but they've got to be assured that you're going to A, understand, have the commercial awareness to understand just how to be around, uh, around clients, but also um, be able to hear the, uh, the, the problems that a, uh, a client might be facing. And then be able to respond to that, and of course, like in the early days, probably uh, someone a bit more senior might be doing more of the responding, but also uh, just just be able to respond to that and understand the bigger picture for for that for that client, and that's why it becomes so important i was uh, I was told by a psychology teacher about um, twelve years ago when I was doing um, my A levels that uh, when you're young um, it's not about having good answers, it's about having good questions, and I think that is most pertinent when you're in the application process or looking around for 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 jobs especially in law make sure you've really prepared all the questions that you really want to ask and get the knowledge of of the business it really helps if you're going to talks or for instance you know you're going to who you're going to be meeting it's nice to sort of do a little bit of research and then ask them specifically about the practice area they're in or the firm they're in and be able to ask really really good questions and stuff like that you know Ultimate open-ended question: oh, Did did you do you enjoy your your job? Obviously, hopefully, that will give you the insights as well. So don't panic about asking those. But if you can get a little bit more specific, I think that is that is really important. And ultimately, it's just building this um, bigger picture of uh, of uh, what a uh, what a law firm does, what a lawyer does on the day today. Um, in terms of stuff, I, I think I, I mentioned a few of the bits and pieces that you could be reading. It is important to stay abreast of uh issues going on in the in the sector um understanding the uh, the wider business uh, narrative that's going on wider business trends so you know ft daily briefing i think is pretty good i uh, i know i do a podcast with him but chris stokes books uh, is a very good starting point a lot of law firms will give out um, his commercial awareness book so if you want to read it for him it costs about uh, 10 pounds which is great um and then, yeah, you would have heard of lots like the, the lawyer legal cheek and, uh, and and stuff like that. But do remember, it isn't just about the law sector itself and reading everything that's going on in the legal sector. Ultimately, as a lawyer, you will have a practice area, you'll be focused on potentially on, on clients in a certain certain sphere, certain industry. Um, So just having that wider business context, make sure you don't lose it when you're kind of going through your applications, definitely focus on the business stuff that's interesting you. Um, cuz ultimately you want a career that uh, focuses on things that interest you um but also it uh, keeps you keeps you interested by the business press and keeps you uh keeps you uh, informed of course we we have lots of stuff and uh, um i know a lot of lawyers um current and uh, people that have gone into training contracts associates now have have got involved we've got some events on for for lawyers including internship experience uk which is happening in a couple of weeks um hopefully you're listening to the 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 podcast before the 14th of uh, Wednesday the 14th of uh, of July if you are then you can apply for it um but if a bit later there are other opportunities just search um as 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 well um, but yeah we we do like to to run run lots of little events and we've got lots of information online as well which uh, hopefully you'll be able to find Useful, completely free, nothing charge as well. So, uh, so yeah, do do check it out. But I don't want to talk too much about about all of that. You can find out yourself, and uh, yeah, um, just give it a little Google.
0: Ben, thank you so much for all of that amazing information. Um, and for coming onto the show to speak today, it's been really, really insightful to speak with you.
1: No, um, massively uh, appreciate coming in, Harry. I, I've listened to a few bits. We've obviously you've been on a few of our, our talks as well, and it's nice to be on yours. But I've uh, uh, been—I know I need to say—I should say this, but I genuinely am a, a long-term fan of uh, of your work. So uh, thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: thanks so much for listening to another instalment of the more from law podcast if you want to keep up to date with the show and make sure you never miss an episode be sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and sign up to my newsletter over at www.harryclarklaw.com you can also follow me on most social media channels at the handle Harry Law. if you enjoyed the show please give it a rating and a review on the itunes store as this helps others learn about the show and be sure to share it with your networks you can also support the show by donating to my patreon which helps support the running and production costs of the show for now though i'll see you in the next episode of more from law